Groove Café. Alright, and it's time for me to sit down with someone and have an honest conversation, what I love to do right here on the Groove Cafe. Joining me today, I have Patricia Opio, who is a storyteller. She has a really cool blog called This Is Me, and I love it. We were just, I was just saying, I love the world today that we are telling our own stories because people can understand who we are, but you can also learn from what we've been through. Welcome to the Groove Cafe. Thank you so much, Crystal. I'm excited to be here. In your words, who is Patricia? Ooh, okay. I like that question. Mm-hmm. I am a multi-passionate, creative, purposepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm an interior designer, mm-hmm. a storyteller, mm-hmm. and a life coach. Okay. My life mission basically is to inspire and empower people and brands to embrace their stories. So you can understand why I'm passionate about stories. Mm-hmm. But in embracing their stories they unlock their creative potential. Okay. And when that is done, you can design authentic and purpose-driven brands. Mm -hmm. So I'm also the founder of This Is Me and that basically takes on the role of bringing my mission to life. Okay. Yeah. So you are living your your message? Yes, I am. Yes? Yes, I am. But it took a while to get there. Okay. Yeah, I'm... Let me just go back. Uh, for a while, I was running a social enterprise mm-hmm. and I was passionate about it. I was excited about it. And then something kind of like shifted. I don't even know what, but, you know, my motivation went down. My drive went down. Everything was just weird and I couldn't understand what was happening. And to make matters worse, I started falling sick constantly. I was in hospital in and out two weeks. What back. was this? This was 2018, 2019. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kept on going in and out, but also, as I'd said earlier, I'm, I have sickle cell anemia. Mm. So I'm very careful about my health, trying to make sure, you know, I don't trigger any crisis. Mm. But when you go to the hospital and they're testing everything and there is no problem, now that's when I started getting worried and saying, okay, what, what's going on here? So when you'd go into hospital, like, what would you be feeling? You'd- I'd be in so much pain. I'd get a crisis and I'd be in so much pain. Mm. I think I was in ICU about four times in one year. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And all because they just couldn't manage the pain. They'll give me the top painkillers and it wasn't working. Mm. And they're doing tests. There was no malaria. There was no infection. There was no nothing. Because a sickle cell crisis just doesn't come by itself. Something triggers it. Maybe yes. the cold. Even your periods, by the way, can trigger, you know, because you're losing blood and things like that. Mm-hmm. But after two years and they're trying all sorts of medicine, my doctor sat me down and said, you know what, Patricia? This is not a physiological problem. Okay. This is either spiritual problem or a psychological problem. Spiritual. Your doctor actually is spiritual. And he's not a spiritual person. Eh, okay. <laughs> so when he said spiritual, I was like, wait, what? I said, no, we're not going to deal with spiritual. Let's deal with psychological. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that side. Uh, for now. Uh, mm. Let's first be there. You mm. know? Mm. So anyway, he, um, he referred me to a psychiatrist. Okay. So I went and met this lady and I started telling her what was happening in my life. I was just like, I had loss of appetite. I was not, I didn't want to be with people. I didn't want, like, everything about me was just, you know, down. Mm. And I couldn't understand why. Because I'm, you know, I'm usually a jolly kind of person. Mm. So, you know, she, you know, asked many questions. You know, what have you been doing? What's going on? And things like that. And then she told me, you know what, Patricia? You are depressed. Okay. I was like, Depressed? Uh, uh, I can't be like, oh. depression is for people of muz- muzungus oh, of no, abroad. Oh, no. 
Actually, it's not for an African. Like, be serious. She's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patricia, you actually have mild depression. And okay. it can get serious if you don't deal with this. Mm. So what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to give you antidepressants. Whoa. Okay. Now that is when I think I got scared. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they prescribed my antidepressants. I went back home. And so I had to take it every night. So I get my antidepressants and I'm thinking, wait. Like Patricia, you've really come to this place where you have to take antidepressants. Like for real. Mm. This is where you're at. Mm. And now that sent me on a journey of, you know, finding out how can I treat myself, my depression. Okay, there are some depressions that honestly you have to take the yes. antidepressants. Yes, yes, but yes. since mine was mild, I was like, there has to be another way I can actually You can get yourself back yes, on I your can. own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I said, no, I'm not going to take this medicine. I didn't tell her, of course. She would have had the screaming. I know. <laughs> you know, fit This is me. supposed to help you. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I went through this place of um, soul searching, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so funny during that time when I was doing soul searching. And, you know, I was like, okay, what's a soul? I mean, we, oh, we keep on hearing soulmate, your soul, things. I'm like, okay, what's a soul? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were saying this is the essence of who you are. Like why you're actually here on earth. And continuing to read, it's so funny. Um, I found out a, a scientist in the early 19s, like 1907, mm-hmm. did a research on people who were almost dying mm-hmm. and found out as soon as you die, 21 grams leaves you. Yes, every person leaves your body. It's yes. measurable. Yes. Oh my God, yay. Someone else who was fascinated by this information. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? Like the soul is real. You know, you hear about it and you're like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to actually have scientific research mm-hmm. that our soul is 21 grams and it actually leaves you when you you know when you die that you know that kind of hit me and I said okay no I need to find out you know how can I deal with the emotions that I'm going through mm. and you know the depression and just I think also acceptance of myself because of the different stories you know whether we want to accept it or not there's a stigma you know being a sickler mm. and I'm lucky already that, yeah, that you're dealing yeah mm-hmm. and then I was in this place of why am I doing what am I doing like, yes, I've started this social enterprise, but why am I doing it? Like, for what? You know, I just kind of... And then I wasn't married. So, you know, have all these questions. Uh-huh. What, what's, what are you up to? Where are you going? <laughs> and I didn't know how to answer all those questions. So, I think they all just kind of piled up and I didn't realize that. And it brought me to this place. So, I said, okay, no, I'm going to... And on a a journey of finding Patricia. That's what I called it. The mm-hmm. miseducation of Patricia. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to find myself. And I just started reading about so many things of finding who I was, what I'm passionate about, my motivations, my values. You know, you kind of hear these words and they're cliche. Mm-hmm. So you're like, eh, I don't want anything to do with it. But then when you're in that deep and dark place, you begin to realize that uh, th- this thing is actually real mm-hmm. and the one thing that hit me that helped which I think is for everyone and I think everyone should do it is self-love mm-hmm. now everyone thinks self-love is so selfish like oh my goodness she's just thinking about herself and what no I'm I mean if you don't love yourself how can you give love exactly. to anybody else exactly but people don't see it that way I mean it's like if you don't like yourself uh-huh. you, you're going to live with you exactly. for the rest of your days <laughs> How it should be straightforward I gotta like me. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I started learning about, you know, self-care and they're like, you know, it's in four dimensions. How are mm. you loving yourself, your physical body? Mm. You know, are you eating right? Are you drinking water? You know, as I said, we hear so many of these things, but we just take them for granted. Yeah. And it's so simple. Do you drink water? I don't like water particularly, but, you know. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. Dude, that's criminal. <laughs> Do you want some water? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know but uh, yeah mm-hmm. me on water then emotionally do you put boundaries you know are you able to say okay this is what I'm saying no to and I realized that that's very difficult for a lot of people mm-hmm. I was such a people pleaser crystal oh. when I think about it I feel so ashamed and people take advantage yes. of yes mm-hmm. so learning to say no Mm-hmm. you know and now i can say i don't even feel bad like i don't even give you an explanation as to why i'm saying no mm-hmm. like no is no and that is it mm-hmm. and that has really helped me and then they talked about you know mental you know how do you care for yourself you know psychologically do you listen to inspirational books you know do you listen to inspirational radio shows like this one you know there's so much out there mm-hmm. and really to be honest i think 90% is not good mm-hmm. yes yes <laughs> all kinds of nonsense exactly <laughs> so you have to be very intentional mm-hmm. on what you hear what you listen to the people around you your support group you know all of that and i was like my goodness And so when I I started going out and talking to different people about where I was, mm. you know, my story, my own story. And that's what this is me is about. Cuz I was like, I can't be the only one going through this. They must be maybe there are people out there and they just, you know, maybe they don't understand what they're going through or they're afraid to talk about it, mm. you know. There's also a shame to it really. And I found so many women. Mm. You know, when you start talking to them you're like, "Okay, I am not alone. Mm. I am not crazy." and just getting that support from someone else who understands you know the work that you're on the journey on your own and that funny enough um created a new career for me you'd not believe it i left my work which had been there for 10 years wow okay <laughs> yes this is we came up this year <laughs> <laughs> i just dropped it moved back home like i'm telling it was like a whole i left everything you like it's fresh start fresh start mm mm-hmm. And that's how the life coaching for me came, you know, just having a a safe space mm-hmm. where people can share where they are and you know can able to, you know, meet their life goals, whatever those goals are. Because mm-hmm. many times even, you know, you have like now we're in the new year, coming to the new year, goal setting, yes. vision planning, you know, all those things are there, but if you've not dealt with the you, mm-hmm. the authentic you, your story, mm-hmm. all that will never come to pass. True. Yeah. You so, just put generic things exactly. but you think, you know, it should be up there, uh-huh. right? Exactly. Because mm-hmm. even writing, like like how I told you I'm a storyteller now, I um as I said I was a sickler and I remember from the time I was like 5 years old, my dad used to tell me stories. Mm-hmm. So it was a way for me to kind of forget the pain. Uh, okay you know it was like a coping strategy so i always loved to be around stories listening to stories and things like that and it was until this time when i went through my journey of finding patricia that i realized that oh my goodness this has been the power of stories in my life listening mm-hmm. to people's stories hearing how they have overcome their different challenges mm-hmm. and i'm like I I want to do that. I want to, you know, be part of collecting stories of women and men who have overcome because sometimes we just need to hear those stories and say, you know what, we can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really I, there's so many things I want to talk about. But all those things, <laughs> like when I think about it, for me it's just can we get to the place where we're authentic and we boldly proclaim that this is me. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's really oh, well done you. Coming from that place of being a people pleaser, it's it's a hard transition to yes, make. So tell me about interior design because I'm like okay hearing this but I'm like <laughs> okay you're an interior designer as well. Okay, now for interior design. <laughs> okay, I have to even go back. My dad was a professor. So education mm. was a big thing. 
your bachelor's degree is just the appetizer. Mm. Mm-hmm. You must go get a master's, you must get a PhD. Then ah. you then you're a serious child. You're a serious person. Member <laughs> of society. Yeah, you know. Eh? <laughs> and I had always loved interior design, but we have to be honest. The creative economy in UG is just kind of getting yes. out and things There's like that. There's so many people who like nice things, uh-huh. but they're not willing to pay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand the process that goes into so, it. You know, it's yes. not like we just sit there and like Okay, yeah, this is it. No, we have to think <laughs> about it. Yes. Ha- you know, there's a ho- like you can think about a whole project for like a week, mm-hmm. and people think thinking is not a, a serious And then you have joke. to understand the person you are doing this project for. Uh, exactly, home and office. What is the space for? Uh-huh. What is it supposed to achieve? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's how I got into interior design. But now I've mixed it with psychology. Mm-hmm. Your space needs to reflect who you are uh-huh. and it needs to create an environment for you that you actually feel this is your safe space. You are not designing for status. Oh my goodness, her house looks like this. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. When you enter your home, do you feel like I have come to a sanctuary? So mm-hmm. for me, every every design I do needs to bring that out because I realize that our environment is very important mm-hmm. for our wellness, our mental wellness, our physical wellness. Yeah, it's not just putting colors together, furniture and all. No, mm-hmm. at the end of it, how do you feel? Okay. Yeah. All right. So Patricia, I mean, we know that your blog is This Is Me. Yeah. Um, but tell us how else we can find you. I mean, how someone can get to talk to you. Yeah. Yes. They're also on their healing journeys. <laughs> if you're probably listening right now. You're like, I need this. I need some Patricia in my life. So how does someone get in touch with you? Really just go to the website. All my contact details are there. Because mm-hmm. especially in Jan, I'm going to be opening up an online group coaching program, mm-hmm. especially for women who need to go through this journey. Mm-hmm. It's called Design Your Story because I think that it's now time for us to rise up and design our own story. Society mm-hmm. is not going to design it for us. Nope. Our, percept- our perceptions are not going to design it for us. We need to rise up and say, you know what, this is it. I need to change my story. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you said the website. What yeah. apart from the website? Hmm? You're not on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Huh? Madame? <laughs> Where else can we find you? Uh, my Twitter handle is this is me story mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook the same mm-hmm. Instagram also the same okay, this is me story yeah uh-huh. Yeah. okay well thank you so much for coming in you are just emanating so much joy <laughs> my goodness I feel like I'm just like floating on a cloud right now <laughs> thank you thank so you much. for sharing the positivity and yeah and you, thank you for having you're me you're great I don't know what this energy is but I think I'm good <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that <laughs> pleasure having you in the group cafe Groove Cafe. RX Radio. Happy vibes. Sweet connections. The Groove.